0: Hello to all our listeners. Thank you for tuning in today. I'm greeting you to a new episode of Welcome to Leipzig. I'm Paula and I'm once again joined by my colleague Lucas to explore the beautiful city of Leipzig. Hi, Lucas.
1: Hi, Paula, and hello to our listeners. Yeah, we're back with the second episode of our podcast and I'm stoked to find out more about what it is we're exploring in this podcast. Paula?
0: In this season of the podcast, it's all about the music. Leipzig has quite a lot to offer in that department, some of which we've already explored in the last episode. Last time we visited the Gewandhaus zu Leipzig, one of Leipzig's most famous and prestigious concert halls. Throughout its history, many famous musicians have worked there, and one of those musicians was Felix Mendelssohn Bartoldi. He was one of the most important musicians to have lived and worked in Leipzig, which is why there's a whole museum dedicated to him. And that's where Lucas and I are standing right now.
1: That's right. But this isn't a mere museum dedicated to the prestigious composer. This is the actual house he lived in here in Leipzig. The only residence of his that still stands today, the so-called Mendelssohn House. It's the second stop of the music trail of Leipzig, a five kilometer long path following interesting musical venues and historical sites.
0: Yeah, you said it already, this is where Mendelssohn lived until he died. He moved here from Berlin at age 26 to step in for the previous conductor of the Gewandhaus, August Polenz. And in the years he spent here, he had a very significant impact on the Gewandhaus, the orchestra and Leipzig itself. But enough chit-chat. let's go in, shall we?
1: Let's go.
2: Welcome to Leipzig the podcast for your trip to Leipzig.
1: So, okay, we're now in the Mendelssohn house. We're sitting in the cafe and the museum shop. Just to learn a couple of general facts about the museum, we're sitting here with uh, Mrs. Brockelt. Nice to meet you. Thanks for taking the time.
2: Thank you.
0: Hello, thank you. Hi. What do you do here at the Mendelssohn House?
2: I am here as a member of the Association for the Preservation of the House of Mendelssohn. And we try to attract new members and to keep the heritage of Mendelssohn alive and to bring it closer to the people.
0: Obviously, we're shining a light on the name giver of this place today, Felix Mendelssohn Bertoldi. What's your personal favorite fact
2: about him? My personal favorite fact is the personality of Mendelssohn. In my eyes Mendelssohn is no, not in my eyes, in everybody's eyes Mendelssohn is a genius and besides music his other um genius areas were the art for example, literature, languages. He was just a general genius. And what is so amazing about it is that he he cared a lot about others. He cared about his musicians, about the people that surrounded him. And he never let that light only shine on himself and I think that's a wonderful fact. He improved the music his musicians made for him in the Gewandhaus. He improved their social status and made music a secure job in the city.
1: So you would say a happy musician is a better musician?
2: Yes, a musician that has something to eat is always a better musician than <laughs> a <sick one. laughs>
0: So you already mentioned his generosity and um, his personal interest in improving the music scene of Leipzig and how has he done that specifically? Like what was his influence on the city of Leipzig?
2: Mendelssohn had a great influence on the city of Leipzig and connected or related to his position as a gewandhaus Kapellmeister. He had also founded the conservatory in 1843, the oldest conservatory for music in Germany, which is the today um, University for Music and Theater Leipzig. And in that conservatory, he was able to recruit new musicians for his own orchestra and so um, bring his orchestra to more greatness now, advance his orchestra and... He was furthermore connected to the city of Leipzig as that he traveled a lot and brought a lot of influences of artistic and intellectual um, kind to Leipzig. And his influences or his experiences, his attractivity and also his world agility worked as kind of a magnet to many people, most of all to um, the educational bourgeoisie so that many people came to Leipzig and so he made the city to a center of improvement and of newness. And we see that he was also honored by the city as that he became an honorary citizen and that also the University of Leipzig um, made him honorary doctorate of philosophy. So that's his connection to the city.
1: That sounds interesting. Okay. But uh, from a touristical point of view, if tourists from, from abroad come here, what programs and um, special guides or things like that do you have to offer?
2: We have the offer of guided tours for individuals and also for groups. But please call in advance if you want to book one of those guided tours. And if wanted You can also book a little concert of about 20 minutes to your tour, and if you are interested in visiting that museum, you should take about two hours at least. If you want to listen to one of those matinee concerts, but you don't know where to put your kids meanwhile, we have the possibility of a childcare or a program for kids every first Sunday per month.
1: So in the childcare, is there anything uh, specific to music or Mendelssohn that you, that you show the children?
2: Yes, of course. Um, the children have the possibility to learn to conduct. They have the possibility to learn something about rhythms and other musical facts. So they also have the possibility to dress up as it was in the fashion of those years. and. If they're maybe too small or they're not really interested in those things, they can also just sit down and draw and paint and talk, whatever they like. That sounds
0: like a lot of fun for both the parents and the children. Let's end this conversation on a more personal note. We've already touched on a lot of the different areas that are in this house. But what is your personal favorite?
2: My personal favorite place is the music salon, the heart of this museum where you can see the original furniture and feel at the same time the spirit that Felix mendelssohn Bartoli and his family left in this house. Where the music took place every week or every day, where the people came, where the conversations were held and um, dresses were worn. All that is very interesting and has a lot of spirit and I love it. That
0: sounds great. So we definitely have to visit there. Thank you. First, for your time and for answering our questions today. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you very
1: much. Okay, Paula, are you ready to go upstairs yes. and see how the Mendelssohns lived back then?
0: I'm so excited to see, especially because I want to see and experience the spirit of Mendelssohn a bit more. So let's go. Let's go. now that we have a better understanding of what the Mendelssohn House is, I'm excited to go explore a little. And there's lots more to explore. The main part of the museum covers over 700 square meters. Does that number ring a bell? If it does, then you probably listened to the last episode of this podcast where we talked about the huge fresco that was painted all over the ceiling at the Gewandhaus. That painting also covers approximately 700 square meters. Maybe now you have a better idea of how big the fresco actually is. We probably won't be able to seek out every last nook and cranny of the Mendelssohn house today, but we'll try our best. Our tour starts, very much in the spirit of this whole podcast, right in front of the Music Salon.
1: Exactly, and the Music Salon is an integral part of the museum. It is where live music still happens to this day. I recommend visiting the Martinis at 11 o'clock on Sundays, Let's have a look inside and get a little taste of the sound.
0: The piece of music you guys are hearing right now is a duo concert by Josephine Oleg on the flute and Marianne Salmona on the piano. The real music experts amongst you might also have realized that that piece wasn't even written by Mendelssohn. But that's one of the many beauties of the Mendelssohn house. Not every last one of the concerts that are being played here have to consist only of Mendelssohn's music. There's room for every musician from all over the world, from Bach to Fourier to Beethoven. So just be open for a surprise.
1: And I can see our tour guide for today, Sarah, is approaching. Hi, Sarah.
0: Hi, guys. Thank you so much for agreeing to accompany us through the Mendelssohn House today. Before we continue our tour, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners? Who are you and what do you do here at the Mendelssohn
3: House? I am Sarah and I'm currently a volunteer here in the Mendelssohn House in Leipzig. When I'm in the museum, I talk to visitors and show them around. We're also working in the office and making posters for the concerts or shooting short films for our social medias. Um, Yes.
1: Okay, nice. Then uh, let's get to it. As we have already said, we are in the Music Salon right now. Why don't you tell us about the museum in general and uh, what is there to explore?
3: Yes, we're now standing in Mendelssohn's original flat, where he lived for three years with his family. And we also have an exhibition about his sister, Fanny Hensel, and also about Kurt Mazur. And downstairs we have a very modern part of the museum with the effectorium and some other very interesting things. So there's
0: obviously a lot of different areas in this museum. And one, as you mentioned, is dedicated to Fanny Hensel, who was Mendelssohn's sister and also very musically talented and relevant. Who
3: was she as a person? So Fanny was also, as you said, very talented musically. And she also wrote a lot of pieces and made a lot of music. Um, she was at this time of course as a woman she wasn't as recognized as many men or his brother especially and also her father didn't give her as much opportunities as he gave to Felix and that's why she wasn't um, as popular at this time and also isn't today but we are trying to um, show her legacy and her as a person to the world and think that it's important that we also recognize women of this time who made music. Yeah, for sure. Did the two ever make music together? They played together in the music salon in Berlin and of course in this music salon we are standing in here.
1: Do you know which instruments
3: they played? Yes, Felix played the piano and the violin and Fanny played the piano as well. So you already said that you try to keep history alive and you're literally
0: doing that by preserving this historical building. So I'd like to look
3: around maybe a bit. Yes, let me show you around. Okay, this is the old dining room.
0: I like that all the rooms are so like flooded with light. Yes, it's
3: a very nice atmosphere in
0: here. And
3: what's very interesting is that the walls are painted the way they were when Felix Menzelmatoly was living here with his family. Who exactly lived here with him? Um, Felix with his family, so his wife and his five children. Five children. So <laughs> Fanny
1: never lived here?
3: No, she lived in Berlin. Okay. okay. So she was a guest here? Yes. Great. These are the children's rooms.
1: What about uh, all the furniture and the instruments? Are they uh, from the time as well?
3: Yes, the instruments are from the time where Mendelssohn lived. And a lot of the pieces you can see here of furniture are originally from Mendelssohn in this flat. So he sat on those chairs. Yes, some That's of crazy. them.
0: <laughs> and the
3: third room, what's this? This is a children's room as well. Okay. But this is the... Um, cabinet of Cecile, his wife. So this was her own private space. That's sweet. Do you have any idea what she did in here?
0: I could see her like writing her diary or something. Yes,
3: well, she, I think she was reading a lot. Mm -hmm. So she probably did that in here. And she was also a singer. She was a great soprano. Is that how they met? Because they were both musicians? Yes, she was in a choir where he was the conductor. And that's when they met. And fell in love. What a love story. That's great. <laughs> Were any of his famous music pieces
0: written here?
3: Yes, in his study. We can go there right now. Perfect. So let's um, go there. This is where he, for example, wrote his Oratorio Elijah or the String Quartet in F minor. And he also wrote his second piano trio, Opus 66, in this room.
1: And touch anything. Is yes. there anything we're allowed to touch here?
3: Yes, so you're not allowed to touch the original and historic furniture, but you can touch those black cupboards. Ooh, back in the other room. yes, open That's
1: perfect. the children's room.
3: Yes, you can open them, and then there's a lot of information in there which you can read.
1: Ah, okay. So there's some background information in the cupboards, it's like a, a book in a cupboard.
0: Yes, it it's a very creative way of
3: giving the knowledge to people, like entertaining people while also educating them. Okay so you can touch this as you can see, but we also have an interactive part in the exhibition of funny, and also downstairs where we can go now if you like. That sounds fun. Let's do that.
0: So the floors are quite squeaky,
3: aren't they? Yes, we recently oiled them to keep them nice keep and shiny. Them, yes, keep them nice and shiny and okay. beautiful. Great.
1: Okay, so this is an interesting room. There are a couple of columns with loudspeakers and screens.
3: Yes, um, we have 13 columns and we're standing in the effectorium. Mm-hmm. and maybe you want to find out what you can do here. So I see there's a screen that all the speakers
0: are facing. Yes. And it says, please choose a musical piece from the list of works by Mendelssohn. And there's also the, this kind of wand thing, I guess.
1: Looks like a conductor stick.
0: It does look like a conductor stick. So It is a now. conductor stick. Okay, <laughs> so what can I do with it? I'm going to select a piece of music and I'm going to go with... Farewell to the forest. That sounds nice. Okay, move the baton, I think that's the word, right, for the yes. stick, within the marked area, and try not to leave. Okay, so there's a little camera. And yes. I'm moving the stick now.
3: It's like sensor, and you can see yeah. here, if it's green, you're the, uh, the sensor sees you. Great, oh, it is it. green, so I'm doing
0: everything right. Oh,
1: okay.
2: And now?
3: Oh,
0: wow. And if I go faster, it gets faster, yes.
1: Yeah, now the screens show show the voices which are singing. So we have tenor, soprano, bass, and alto.
3: Exactly. So these are the voice groups. And if you would play an orchestral piece, for example, there would be the instrument groups, for example, violins or trumpets or violoncellos.
1: Okay, can we check that out? Yeah,
3: let's try that out then. Turn, I'll turn it, it down. down
1: a little bit. So You how can do we go back
3: to the piece selection. Yeah. yeah,
1: please. Thanks.
3: And there just you choose another song.
1: Ah, okay. Midsummer Night's Dream, Shakespeare. Nice.
3: A classic.
1: Ah, okay, so now there are the violas, second violins, first violins, trumpets, flutes. Okay, I'll speed up a little bit.
3: Yes, you can control the speed.
1: That's cool. Okay, historical instruments are with a different tuning.
3: Yes, you can click there, try it. And then the recording is with historical instruments and on a lower pitch so you can hear the difference.
1: Okay, I'll turn it up a little bit so the audience can hear the difference. Okay, this is historical and this is modern.
0: So the modern seems to be a bit higher? Yes, it is. Interesting. There's more
3: settings. Wait a second.
0: There's room situation? You can also
3: change the room situation. So we're now standing in a concert hall. But you could also choose church or a music salon.
0: I want to go with church
3: for this epic part. What's also interesting is that you can just mute every instrument you like so if you just want to hear the string section you can mute every other instrument and just hear the strings. Go fast again.
1: Cool. So this is kind of a way to step into the shoes of Mendelssohn because he worked as a conductor as well. Yes,
3: he did. He was a conductor in the Gewandhaus. Which is right yeah, around we the corner from in here, right? Yeah. Yes, yes. The last it episode, is. yeah. Yeah, I can show you the very first Gewandhaus where he was working. Okay. Maybe we can just go to the next room and then I'll show you. Lead on.
0: Interesting, so this is what seems to be a model of the very first Gewandhaus. In the last episode of this podcast we already went to the modern Gewandhaus that is at Augustusplatz right now and this one, the model that we're standing in front of right now, was built in the 18th century, right?
3: Yes, that's right. So you can see the very first, as you said, Gewandhaus. And this is also the Gewandhaus where Felix mendelssohn Bartholdy worked. As a conductor, and that's interesting because we were just in the effectorium. And Felix was the first conductor to conduct symphonical concerts with a baton, a conductor's stick.
1: Okay, so that's why in the effectorium one has this this tool with which one can check out the baton, the conductor's stick.
3: Yes, because he found, which is also very right, that the piece that is played by the orchestra is um, more accurate. Or um, well more timed if he uses a stick. So everybody knows when to play exactly. And it just makes it very um, different and greater experience of the music.
1: Ah, okay. Yeah that makes sense because you, uh, with the conductor stick, you kind of show the tempo, right? Yes,. Mm-hmm.
3: And you can see it from very far because there are a lot of people sitting in an orchestra, so it's not hard to see the stick and everybody else went to play. Okay, So did, he
1: established that?
3: Yes, he did. For
1: symphonical concerts?
3: Yes, exactly.
1: Okay, interesting.
3: Now that we're talking about conductors, a very interesting fact as well is that Claude Mazur, the man who saved and founded this house in 1997, was also a very successful conductor and worked at the Gewandhaus Orchestra.
1: Okay, who founded the museum here, the
0: Mendelssohnhaus
3: Museum. Yes, he museum. founded this museum. And we also have a very interesting exhibition about him. And the International Kodmaso Institute is also um, in this house. Okay. That's really interesting, especially because it goes
0: to show that all the important music houses here in Leipzig are kind of connected to each other. Um,
1: Unfortunately, we don't have that much time today to look at everything, but there was...
0: One one more thing that I would definitely... Like to like you to show us, which is the garden, maybe? Yes, so we can go there.
3: Let's go outside.
0: So is this the way the garden looked when Mendelssohn himself was living here? Yes, it's kept in the historically accurate style.
1: It looks a little bit like a park.
3: It's very peaceful and sunny. Yes, you're welcome to sit on the benches and just enjoy the weather.
1: So in this building, right next to the park?
3: Yes, that's the garden house, Whereas um, there's also a concert hall. Okay. And there are many concerts as well in there. And at the time where Felix and his family lived here, the house were the stables um, where his animals lived in.
1: His animals?
3: What kind of animals did he have? Um, He had two horses. Of course, because everyone was going with their carriages back back there. (laughs) Yes, exactly.
1: Okay, now that we're outside and we have a full view of the main building, can you tell us uh, what, for example, families when they come here? can experience at the museum?
3: Yes, so we were already in the Effektorium. That's very interesting for families because it's a lot of fun. Yeah, the
1: kids get to play a little bit, yeah.
3: Yes, but you can also go to the exhibition about Fanny because we have a room with um, historical costumes from the 19th century. Everybody can go there and dress in those costumes and take pictures and it's a lot of fun as well. Okay. Um, And then I think in general, The museum is very interesting for kids as well. We also have a small kid's guide, um, so it's not that boring for kids. Yes.
1: Okay. Well, thank you very much for uh, showing us around.
3: My pleasure.
0: Thank you so much for taking the time. It was very nice to be going through the building with you. Yes, I hope you enjoyed it.
1: Very much so. I'll definitely come back to check out the Effektorium. Yes, for sure. I have
0: to get better at that.
1: Yeah. Hone my conducting skills.
0: (laughs) You're a natural.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Okay, Sarah, once again, thank you very much. Have a good day and see you again next time we come back to the museum.
3: Yes. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. -bye. Bye, Thank you.
1: (laughs) Okay, Paula, you want to chill in the sun for a bit here in the park?
3: Yeah, let's sit
0: down on one of those benches. Okay.
1: So what do you say?
0: I mean, it's pretty obvious that the spirit of Mendelssohn is still palpable in every corner of the house, and rightfully so, because I have to say myself, I was kind of surprised by how big Mendelssohn's influence actually was, despite his relatively short lifetime. The people at the Mendelssohn house are doing an amazing job at retaining his works. Even if you're not yet familiar with the musician or the time, it's really easy to get into all of that here.
1: This visit has definitely paid off. Nonetheless, I'm very much looking forward to our next episode. We'll be visiting the Bach Museum.
0: Yeah, me too. I'm super excited for the next episode and hope you listeners will be joining us again. And you can find all info in previous episodes of this podcast on leipzig.travel. And now all there's left to say is goodbye and until next time.
1: That's right. And in the meantime, we'll hang around a little more, right? I might even revisit the Effektorium.
2: Let's do this. Welcome to Leipzig, the podcast for your trip to Leipzig.